Welcome. You're listening to the Sagi of Anne Furthermore. Ask and ye shall receive, especially if you say please. That's right, people. Woo! Did you know Pfizer is a subsidiary of Anheuser-Busch? Kind of makes sense if you think about it. This just in. Dan says it totally makes sense. So once my name showed up on the database as a patient of interest, why, thank you, thank you so much, the geysers at the Pfizer's and the hosers at the hoisers put two and two together and got furthermore. What does this mean? They are making me a one and only custom keg of liquid please Ebo to honor the awesome power of my consumption and as part of their incentive plan to have me the crazy, as-of-yet-undiagnosed snail lady and host of Ready to Talk, be their celebrity face of Please Ebo. Me, a poster child. First a love child, now a poster child. What next? How more famous can I be? I would answer, none. None more famous. And just in this moment, when I thought I could be none more famous and my life could not possibly be more fabulous, this just in. My haikutist, pacifist, pre-trial defense has hit the pre-law journals from this side of the Mississippi to Kentucky and beyond. I am setting a precedent in pre-trial pre-law. Some of my haikus are being published and reviewed. Anne Furthermore's voice, as a pre-trial defense, is haiku genius. That's from Hut Haiku. New player in town, a Mormon original. Hello, haikuta. That's from the Wasatch Coup Sentinel. I'm most proud of this one. Cutest Haikutist. Anne's Haiku IQ. Approaching Basho. That's from Haiku Hotties. Even the high quitter community is haikuiting me to come back. Hey, quit. We miss you. Come back. Embarrass yourself. Our platform awaits. Of course I'm excited that finally my non-pornographic haikus are getting attention. Don't worry, it's not a thing. At one point I thought maybe haiku porn could be a thing, or if I wrote enough of them it would become a thing, but no. It went no further than a college experience, and thank God that was before social media, because if anyone, anyone, ever found out, and pray God no one does, that I wrote such scintillating, filthilating, a sexual term I made up and used in one of my fivers, that's a term I used to describe the non-seven-syllable sentences. Anyway, no one, no one, would be able to use me as a poster child for anything other than a failed haiku pornodigy who lost herself in the salacious side of syllabic poetry. What can I say? I just wrote them. I didn't do any of the things I cooed about. I needed cash and sex sells, boy and how. I had a small following back in the day, enough to pay my way through college, but those days are long gone. I think some of the references I used aren't even used anymore. I mean, as acts. Never mind. I'm not going to think about it. Everything's going to be fine. I'm just going to enjoy my moment in the sun. Finally. The glory and respect I deserve. I am so famous. I am the greatest ever. Thanks for noticing. Ring, ring, ring. Hello, and welcome to Ready to Talk. What have you got? Hi, my name is Perry, and I feel like something is happening to my body. I have no idea what is going on, and it's really stressing me out. Hi, Perry. Can you share with me some of your symptoms? 
I just said I'm stressed. Are you listening to me? Sorry, I thought the stress was a byproduct of something else. Any other symptoms besides feeling stressed? Irritable bowels. You have irritable bowels? No, I'm just irritable. I have bowels, duh. Okay, I was thinking out loud about my bowels. Or is that not okay? Because excuse me if there's a rule about thinking out loud to oneself while on a hotline. Give me a break. I thought you were here to help me when why are you yelling at me and I'm doing the best I can here and I'm sorry if my best is not good enough for you. Hey, Perry, no worries. I got you. Take your time. Yeah, well, not too much time. We are alive. Copy, Algie. Want some patter while we wait? Oh, come on. I just need you to be patient while I take just a minute to think. And while Perry is thinking, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank our corporate sponsors for monetizing the live streaming of our confidential ready-to-talk hotline. First, the Pfizer subsidiary of Anheuser-Busch for providing our staff with a bottomless keg of Please Ebo, the side-effectless placebo plus made from stevia. Ask your doctor if placebo is right for you and get a colorful and reusable silly straw in forest green, pale green, lime green, kelly, or olive green. Hard to clean, when your silly straw becomes discolored from use, remember it is also recyclable. We'd like to thank also the American Foundation Society for Haiku for the continuing support of my wholesome and family-friendly line of good old American haikus. I'm ready. Please welcome back to our confidential one-on-one hotline, Mr. Perry Cincy. What the? You're saying I'm Cincy? How rude. Case in point. Symptoms, Perry. You've got to give me something to work with here. Okay, I've been having warm flashes. Warm? You mean like hot flashes? I would say more like room temperature flashes. Like, I don't know, in the 65 to 75 degree range, depending on the ambient temperature in the room. You know what I mean? Interesting. How do you know they are flashes if they are the same temperature as the room you're in? Because I start sweating all of a sudden. I see. Do your hands or forehead get moist, or is it a full-out mop sweat? Well... It's a dry sweat, so no, absolutely not. A dry sweat? Yeah, like, you know, like a dry heat, like in Arizona, or I don't know, dry heaves, which are not dissimilar in that they are real, only not productive. Like, a dry sweat is a real thing, even if you don't believe me, which is at the end of the day just as well, because I feel like no one understands what I'm going through, and I don't even see the point of reaching out or calling or talking to anyone, ready or not, when I get all these looks. You think I'm giving you a look right now? Yes. Just because I can't see you doesn't mean you're not dissing me in some way, like rolling your eyes or worse, smirking. I hate smirking. Perry, I want to ask you a few background questions. You seem like a very intelligent person. Do you consider yourself smarter than average? Well, I don't like to brag about it, but yes. I'm a member of Mensa and have been for many, many years and enjoy the company, albeit smug at times, of others of equal erudition and wit to my own. And furthermore, may I ask in return why you would ask that question? I'm trying to put together a profile for your symptoms. How old are you, Perry? And do you have any sisters? Let's just say that between the ages of 45 and 52, I am definitely on the early side of that range indeed. I have sisters in abundance, and some may say overabundance, and that they number in quantity between 15 and 17, all very close together in age. And before you ask, yes, I am the only male child, surrounded constantly by my sisters. In fact, I was born with a set of twins, which would normally make me a triplet, except that my sisters in utero were identical, and I was, as you know, male. That's right, as male as they come. What is the range in age of your 15 to 17 sisters? 40 to 52, which may sound like a lot of births in a very short time, but actually they were mostly multiple births, which is still a lot of births, but not as many births as if they had been single births, if you follow. Are you close with your sisters? Oh, yes. 
We all live happily together in a small house on a cute little farm with the funniest little animals that just make us laugh and laugh and then sometimes cry for no reason at all. And then we either fight with each other or have a big group hug. And then, if the moon is full, we go out into the fields and make crop circles on our farm that is really so funny. And then sometimes neighboring farms as well. And we keep it a secret, except for the time we did a crop circle tour of England. And then one of my twins said, let's release an aluminum or as they would say, aluminium, balloon into the air, and then call the UFO hotline and report a crop circle sighting and see what happens, which we did. But I guess you might also say we remained anonymous because we did not give them any information about ourselves, and so it remained anonymous. Perry, I think you might have a case of hysterical menopause. Why do you say that? A smart man like you, speaking in run-on sentences? Oh, dear Lord. I thought at first you were having the runs because of a gut bacterial sentence infection, or maybe punctuation dysfunction disorder. How long have you been having run-on sentences? Wow, it's hard to remember. It has not been regular at all. I would say maybe a few months ago, and then I was fine for about a week, but it was about two months before then that I couldn't close the sentence. You're saying my run-on sentences are a symptom of my hysterical menopause? I see where you're going with this, but what about the dot-dot-dots? Perry, you're in Mensa. You of all people should know is called an ellipsis and does not close a declarative sentence. Oh, stop yelling, please. I don't know why I'm crying. Oh my God, is it hot in here? The good news is you are perimenopausal, but it will pass and you will be able to use all your punctuation marks again and close your declarative sentences like a sane and rational human with an above average IQ. And furthermore, I don't know how to thank you. Do you have any advice for me or someone like me who has to end my sentences with question marks just to avoid exclamation mark fatigue or looking like an ellipsis overuse syndrome or sufferer? Perimenopause is a special time, and I imagine hysterical menopause is equally special and no less real to the person who is going through it than anyone else. Try and look at this time as an opportunity to explore. Poetry, get yourself into a haiku help group, or other writing genres that do not require traditional punctuation. Stay away from air quotes as a compensating gesture or other hysterical punctuations to hide behind and talk to your sisters. I'm sure you are not alone in feeling these symptoms. Thank you, Anne, for taking me seriously. I can't tell you what this means to me. I said I take your experience with your hysterical menopause seriously, not you yourself, Perry. And if I might make one suggestion... Yes, please. Stay on the farm. The Furthermore Sagi is created, written, and performed by Anne Ellsworth, and produced and edited by Jonah Sharp. That's me. Thanks for listening, and tune in next week.